to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real My name is Eugene Ginter. I was born in Poland in February of 1939. My first memory was in, uh, in a maximum security cell. In the ghetto, my family was in a one-room apartment uh, with um, one or two other families and under very crowded conditions. Sukkot is the worst holiday for me because that's the last holiday I remember. My grandfather, I went into the sukkah with him and after that they took him out and they killed him. They, they made him dig, in the, in the camp, they made him dig his own grave and, they, and then they shot him into his own grave. My mother had to watch. My grandmother, my father was there when she was running away from the Germans and they shot her in the back came when a when they came for a roundup of children. I went and hid. Germans came through with German shepherds and they couldn't smell us. But you, you never knew if you were gonna make it. And if they miscounted, they would just make, they would just go over it again and recount the people, the corpses and the living so they had a correct count. And if they didn't have, you stood there from morning till night. In the rain and the snow, it didn't matter. If you fell over, you fell over. I knew that, um, that those that were deported were going to die. So they were liquidating the, the camp and they were sending us to Auschwitz. So they rounded me up and uh, the children that were left and they had us ready to go on a train. When we got to Auschwitz, Birkenau, Mengele saw us so he says, weg mit dem Haufen, take that pile of crap away. And they just marched us to the gas chamber. I remember on the way to the gas chamber, my father started to cry. You know, he was holding my hand and he was crying. So I said, don't be sad, Daddy. At least we'll die together. There was a German officer who handed Mengele a letter. And he opened the letter and he read it and he turned us around and he marched us forward and we didn't get guessed. The fact that we were delayed was just a miracle. It wasn't the Greeks that said, he who doesn't know history is doomed to repeat it. You don't want them to make the same mistakes 
than were made in the past because the mistakes are going to be costing the lives of millions of people. Join the We Remember campaign for International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Write the words we remember on a sheet of paper. Take a picture holding the sign. Post it to social media. Make sure the Holocaust is never forgotten. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not crying. You're crying. Matter of fact, no, I was crying. I don't even know what to say when watching something like that. It's, it's the worst pain in your soul that you can imagine. Especially, especially as a Christian, especially when you love others as much as we as much as we do to be like Christ. What, a, what, an, what an amazing story. Uh, amazing, a horrific, but an amazing story that that man just told. And when I, like I said, when I watched this video for the first time, I could not stop the tears. I know that you cannot probably stop the tears right now, but that is what this is for, folks. We are supposed to remember so that we never, ever, ever find ourselves in that kind of a situation ever again. And that's why it's so dangerous to get rid of our history like the left wants to do so badly. Today is Holocaust Remembrance Day. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Today is January 27th, year of our Lord, 2022. And today is Holocaust Remembrance Day. The worst part about it is that over 60% of millennials and Gen Zers do not know what the Holocaust was. Do not know what the Holocaust was. And that may be one of the scariest things that I've heard. 60%. Let me go to PragerU's Instagram real quick. Now, this was last year on Holocaust Remembrance Day. But it's still relevant today. Because those same statistics that I just shared with you. Is what PragerU was asking Last year, amongst millennials and Gen Zers, and you're, it just it shocks me. But uh, let's go to PragerU's Instagram page and let's play this. Check this out. What's up, guys? This is Will Wee with PragerU, and in honor of Holocaust Remembrance Day, we're asking people what they know about Auschwitz and what they know about the Holocaust. Take a look. What is the Holocaust? The what? The Holocaust. I don't know. What is the Holocaust? The who? The Holocaust. This is some California stuff. What group of people did the Nazis target? Oh, why is it about Nazis? Um, kids. What is Auschwitz? Auschwitz, the, the country? I don't know. Is it the little red mints in a, <laughs> in a container? Something to do with the war back in the days in the hologram thing. What is the Auschwitz? Hologram. Things in the in space. <laughs> Cl- Ladies and gentlemen, that's scary, scary thought. That's a scary thought. And the video keeps going and going and going and going. And so many people have no idea what the Holocaust was. So, ladies and gentlemen, in remembrance of uh, of the Holocaust, uh, that's why I played the the cold open as I did today. I really wanted to make sure that it gripped and grabbed people's attention uh, so that you may share that video. Share the beginning of this video with everybody and let them know. Never forget this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? We can forget the transgressions that an individual does to us when we forgive them, but we do not ever forget the event that happened. We never forget the tragedies that happened. We are to forgive the sin, not uh, the sinner, not the sin. We hate the sin, not the sinner. 
But ladies and gentlemen, it is, it is incredible to me that so many people have no idea what the Holocaust is. It really is incredible to me. I want to thank um, all of you for watching tonight. God bless you and thank you for being here uh, on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. I, want to, uh, I also want to thank Flag and Cross. They sent me this, uh, this little penny in this bag here. This little penny, it, it looks like a penny, but it says no sense on the back, and it's got Joe Biden's face on the front. Speaking of people with no sense, the ultimate uh, no sense haver right there. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the Lord today. We, uh, in, in, after watching that, how can you not want to? After watching and hearing that man's story, how can you not want to go get some hope and some joy from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? So please uh, join with me as we do that now. January 27th, 2022. Hoping can be a joyful occupation because it connects you to your promised inheritance in heaven. Such hope provides a rock-solid foundation in the present, helping you face the daily struggles of living in a broken world. Hope also connects you with me, the God of hope. Can you imagine the amount of hope that was lost during the Holocaust? Psalm 62, 8, trust in him at all times. O people, pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. And Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And before you turn out the light tonight, Meditate on some of the ways that trusting me gives meaning to you, your waiting, and your hoping. I had a great lunch today with a friend of mine, Pastor Tim Frisch. And every so often, we'll go out for lunch together for no specific reason, for no specific agenda, but just to have two men of God having a conversation about the world, about politics, about people, about the default setting of the world and how we always want to default back to sin. And it's just really, really nice. So I suggest if you have friends that you go to church with, if you have people in your church community that would love to get together once a week for lunch or for coffee, I suggest doing that. I know a lot of churches have little groups for, the, for husbands and wives to get together um, separately and together as couples to really talk about faith and to grow your faith in God. But uh, if, you don't, if you don't belong to any of those groups, it doesn't need to be a group. It can just be your pastor. Just ask your pastor, hey, would you like to have some coffee? On me. Would you like to have lunch? On me. Those kind of weekly one-on-one -on -one conversations will really keep you where you need to be and that is grounded, face-forward, eyes on the path that God has lit, uh, has, 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 uh, lit for you and just keep going in that direction. And those kind of things truly do help. Folks, please join with me in the Lord's Prayer to end this first segment to really, really give glory to God where, where we should be given our glory every single day for all of this, for all of this, for you being able to even watch me right now. That in itself is a blessing. And if you're watching on social media, we look for a 1,000 shares per show. It really helps grow the awareness to the show and spread the gospel, which is the ultimate thing that we want to do. So please remove your hats, and let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We received four large boxes of Bibles today which is literally one of the greatest things that you can see when you go to the uh, post office box is just boxes of Bibles that we're going to be able to get into hands of really wonderful, great people. We received so much mail. We're over 50% of our way back to our, uh, our original monthly income after the PayPal purge. And ladies and gentlemen, 
I got to I got to call so many of our uh, family members here that watch the show and support the show today. And it's truly, truly an honor to be able to talk to each and every one of you as much as I possibly can. So God bless you. Thank you. We're going to take our first quick commercial timeout right here on Real America's Voice News. And we will be back right after this. Please stay tuned. Thank you. And for the live audience, let's do some shout outs real quick. Big shout out to Alicia Wida. How you doing, girl? Good to see you on, on uh, Rumble. Thank you very much for joining in tonight. Ricky, Lily, how you doing? Good to see you. Let me know who you are and where you're from. I want to give some shout outs here today. huh? We've got uh, Amanda Collins watching. Rumble shut off. Well, I didn't see that happen. I hope Rumble didn't shut off. I hope Rumble didn't shut off. The last I saw it didn't shut off. Um, good to see you. Thank you, Bobby. God bless you. Just got my Valentine's Day special. Love it. That's awesome. Folks, if you don't know, we have a big Valentine's Day special on the Freedom shirts right now. We have like five or six different colors of Freedom shirts. You get to choose what color you want, what size you want. There's a big sale on the Freedom shirts on JeremyHarrell.com right now. So go there. Get them until February 8th. You also get a small little chocolate box to give to your sweetheart, whether it's your husband or your wife. Hopefully, my wife would get them for me, so I get the chocolates. Alyssa, how you doing? God bless you. She said from frozen Michigan. Good to see you. Thank you very much. Sheila, how you doing? Thank you so very much. She's from South Carolina. We've got our Snapdragons friend in the house, Miguel Ortiz from Orlando. God bless you, Miguel. Thank you for joining in. I appreciate it. Let's uh, scoop back over real quick to Rumble, which is our home, our lovely home. Joe from Michigan. Adam from Utah. Deb Yoakum, God bless you, girl. Thank you very much. Sue, how you doing? Holly Tyndale. Adam from, oh, I already got you, Adam. Sorry, my bad. Brandon from South Carolina. Let's go, Brandon. Vinny from Texas. Anthea from California. Good to see you, girl. Michael Weed from California. Are you saying Michael Weed from California or Michael? There's weed in California. I didn't know what you were saying, but I saw Michael Weed in California. I was thinking that was your last name, so I apologize if it wasn't. Carol, how are you doing? Good to see you. Angie from Middleburg, Pennsylvania. Heather from Pennsylvania. I'm glad we got so many PA folks in the house tonight because we've got Audit the Vote PA that's getting ready to join us as well. Lisa Naquin, God bless you. Good to see you. David from Chicopee, thank you very much for joining in. Appreciate you. Sharon from the Sunshine State of Florida. How are you? Lisa from, sorry, I'm sorry, it went too fast. Anne from my neighbor uh, in uh, Vermont, my neighboring state, Vermont. How you doing? Chat is going too fast, can't keep up. Well, now you know how I feel. Cindy from Wyoming, thank you very much. And Terry from Maryland. Jeremy, do you think they will try to do that to the unvaxxed? Well, uh, we're going to talk about a story a little later uh, tonight that talks about uh, half of Democrats actually think that we should have COVID camps, which is a scary thing. Uh, But that will never happen here. That will never happen here, at least not as well while we're alive. I can tell you that. At least not while we're alive. Georgie Ann from Chambersburg, excuse me, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Guys, we're getting so much mail. I can't even keep up. So if you've sent checks, if you've sent donations, I have. We're, we're literally keeping track of everything. My daughter is out there right now, literally filling um, filling uh, thank you cards and envelopes uh, and, and sending them all back to you guys for all your amazing kindness, for you guys, uh, your, your compassion online to get back and digitally sign up, which is like a huge, huge help for us. Thank you so, so much. It's, 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 it's great to see um, that this company's not going anywhere. Because that's what I was wondering. Is, is like, when that all happened last week, I was like, is this the end? Is this the end for Live from America? But it was far from the end, as you can see. As you can see, what up, brother? Matt Chance says, what up, brother? Long time no see. Been out of, the po- been out of pocket. Well, you're back in the pocket now. You're back in the pocket now, sir. So let's get back to the show here, shall we? Because we got a lot to get through. So here we go. And welcome back to Live from America. You're watching Real America's Voice News. Big shout out to the Real America's Voice Getter family as well because we monitor everything. We monitor chats all over social media. Love you guys. Thank you very much. Who's ready for the first and foremost section? Because I know I am. I know I am. Let's get to it. Not to compare. Not to compare. The cold open with the company that I'm about to highlight. Not to compare the Holocaust with 
big tech censorship. But I will say, I will compare it on a level of where do you think the Holocaust came from? It came from somewhere, and it came from dictatorship, totalitarianism. It came from silencing, censoring, taking small chunks of, the, of, the, of society, small chunks here, small chunks there, getting uh, indoctrinating and brainwashing the youth, propaganda everywhere, sound familiar? So in a way, we can compare people like Twitter to people like Hitler because Hitler's agenda started somewhere and it started with something similar with what I'm about to tell you in this first and foremost section, okay? Here we go. The first and foremost section tonight is all about Twitter. Twitter censored and silenced 4.7 million tweets in the first six months of 2021. And now you wonder why they've lost $30 billion in the market share ever since Getter has launched. Big shout out to Jason Miller, the Twitter killer. He should go trick-or-treating as the Twitter killer this year, 2022 Halloween. We're going to get Jason Miller on the show uh, soon. We had Mark Fincham on earlier, and that was a great guest to have on, especially what he's doing. But Jason Miller, he's at the tip of the spear too on Getter. Now, not to say that Getter is responsible for $30 billion being lost in market share uh, from Twitter. Uh, however, it's just it, it's kind of a coincidence, isn't it, that it happened at the same time. God works in mysterious ways. Twitter required account holders to delete 4.7 million tweets that allegedly violated the platform's rules in the first half of 2021, according to the far-left Silicon Valley platform's latest transparency report. Whilst, and, and, you know, and you know what? I guarantee you it was way more than that. While simultaneously complaining that the open internet is under threat from authoritarian governments. All this stuff is so crazy. Now, now you, know, you got Twitter's got a new CEO now, right? And I think his name is what? Uh, Parag, Parag Agwal. I, can't, I, I, don't know if I, can, I don't know if that's exactly the way you say his name. But on Twitter's official blog, the company boasts of the large number of allegedly rule-violating tweets it scrubbed from the platform from January 1st to June 30th and how few impressions they received. So they're actually bragging about it. They're actually bragging about it. Here's the new Twitter CEO. That's a new Twitter city CEO looking about as ignorant as anything. Twitter required account holders to remove 4.7 million tweets. Um, of the tweets removed, 68% received fewer than 100 impressions prior to removal, with an additional 24% receiving between 100 and 1,000 impressions. Had they not been shadow banning, they would have been a lot higher, I guarantee that. In total, impressions of these violation, violative tweets accounted for less than 0.0 or 0.1% of all impressions for all tweets during that time period. The revelations of uh, the revelations are part of Twitter's wider transparency report, which includes data on the number of requests for content takedowns and information requests that the company receives from governments and private parties around the world. And according to Twitter, the number of content removed requests is at an all time high and they're actually happy about it. I wonder if they're happy about the, the uh, 30 million dollar or 30 billion dollars they've lost in market share. I wonder if their shareholders or their board members are actually happy because it seems to me that the reason that they can't uh, Osama bin wannabe Jack Dorsey was because that zip, that very same fact right there was the, the fact that they're losing too much money. Their growth is stagnant. Their income is down a lot. Confidence uh, amongst, their amongst their users is trash. It's an echo chamber of blue check liberal nut jobs screaming at the sky with their pink hats on, not knowing what to do, not knowing which way is up, running around chasing their tail like a dog. That's how stupid Twitter is. Twitter's straight boring. Straight up. Ever since they banned President Donald J. Trump, that place sucked. It is so boring. And I never even used Twitter and I got banned from there. <laughs> I never even used Twitter and I got banned from Twitter when they purged me from Facebook, YouTube, Teespring, Spotify. Now there's PayPal. But they banned me from Twitter and I never even used it. Never even used it. But folks, if we're not careful, 
The reason why I led the first and foremost section uh, today with this story after the cold open was to connect the two. That cold open video of that man describing the Holocaust, yes, is far worse than getting banned on Twitter. But again, where did it all start? Silencing, censoring, brainwashing, indoctrinating, and propaganda. And all of those things are happening right now. So that is why I wanted to highlight that kind of, uh, that kind of disgusting craziness that's going on in this country. But wait, ladies and gentlemen, there's more because there's another totalitarian regime that's operating right here on American soil. And no, I'm not talking about the illegitimate regime that's occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. No, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about an acronym, the CCP, because the CCP owns the NBA. And everybody knows the CCP owns the NBA. But that's just a sliver of how much China has worked their way into our country. They're in our universities. They're in our workplaces. They're in our governments. They are in the back pockets of politicians. They're in the bedrooms of politicians. Just ask Eric Fartwell. He'll tell you all about it. They are in the highest and the lowest forms, uh, the lowest uh, uh, um, divisions of our education. They are at a preschool level. They are all the way up through a college level. They are in our, um, they're in the NIH. They're in the NIAID. They are everywhere. They have wormed their little disgusting ways into each one of our uh, institutions and our branches of government. However, right now we're going to highlight their ownership of the NBA and its players. Because the NBA the other day interrupted a pregame in order to play a statement by the Chinese ambassador to the, to the, to the U.S. at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. The NBA interrupted their pregame ceremony with a video statement by the Chinese ambassador to the U.S. and a special rendition of the Star Spangled Banner played on a traditional Chinese instrument. Well, isn't that nice? Because the last I saw, the last I checked, the United States Star Spangled Banner, the national anthem, has nothing to do with China or Chinese way of life or Chinese culture. So why are we honoring a Chinese ambassador by playing the national anthem on a Chinese musical instrument? Nobody cares, except for the NBA owners and the players like LeBron James, who are making millions and millions of dollars off of these scumbags. Birds of a feather, right? The National Basketball Association subjected an audience at Tuesday night's game between the Washington Wizards and the Los Angeles Clippers to a speech by Chinese Ambassador America Quinn Gang. Capital One Arena broadcast a pre-recorded speech by Quinn to the audience on Tuesday on the occasion of Lunar New Year. Again, nobody cares. Which the NBA referred to as Chinese New Year, despite it being a celebration observed throughout Asia. That also featured Chinese dance troops, a performance of the Star Spangled Banner on a Chinese traditional instrument, and other activities honoring Chinese culture. Yay! Would you like to see a picture of the, uh, of the tweet? And this is what it looked like if you were sitting in the stands at the basketball game. Does that look like America to you? It doesn't look like America to me, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't look like America to me. But again, this is the slow takeover of America, patriotism, red, white, and blue, tradition, culture, family, God, and it's a slow takeover by globalists like the CCP. Well, they, they actually believe in globalism. They just want to be in charge of it all. You know what I mean? And their puppets, which is Joe Biden. I got hairy legs. I got hairy legs. Sometimes they turn blonde in the sun. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take our first time out because we do have a guest coming from Pennsylvania, from Audit the Vote PA. But before we take this quick commercial break, I want to do my little marketing dance. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
This is my promo code on uh, MyPillow.com. I know everybody's got promo codes out there, and everybody thinks their promo code is the best. Maybe it is, but here's mine if you want to help. If you go to MyPillow.com, there's major sales right now on the Giza sheets, 60% off on the Giza sheets, and there's 75% off right now on tons of overstock um, uh, pajamas, sleepwear, outerwear, body pillows, it doesn't matter. Just go to MyPillow.com, put in the promo code LFA, and Michael hook you up for Live from America. But thank, thank you very much. Anyway, let's take this quick commercial break. When we return, we will have Audit the Vote PA, Tony Shoot to tell us all about the canvassing that they've been doing there and the fraud that they've been helping to, uh, to expose. We'll be right back with more Real America's Voice News, live from America, right after this. Stay tuned. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, so it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming since um, to, to have uh, Audit the Vote PA on. I know I've been talking about it for quite a long time. There's been a couple times where we were supposed to have uh, a guest on before to really talk about everything that was going, that's been going on there. And uh, so I'm so very glad to be able to have that today. And um, uh, we really got to get to the bottom of, of what's going on. And the only way to really get to the bottom of, of any of this stuff, folks, is to do the canvassing. The canvassing has always always, always, always been where we need to go to find the truth out. And that's why they wanted to stop the canvassing so bad in Arizona because they knew that if you went out and did the canvassing that it would, it would only, it would only um, um, vindicate everything that we've been saying for so long with the ballot images and the irregularities and the discrepancies and, and, and so forth. Um, uh, Tony, I do see you. Can you shift a little bit to your left, please? Just so that I can put My you... I hope that's the right way. There you go. That's uh, that's going to be better. Thank you. All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, let me take a quick drink of my coffee here. Uh, Tony, how you doing? I'm good. I'm so glad we finally connected. We're playing interview tag. I know. I know. It's it's. But you know what? It's uh, it's it's all on God's timing, right? It's always on God's timing because who knows? Maybe you got more information since you were supposed to be on the last time, and uh, you know it's. These things that happen like this, I never try to push them. I never try to make them happen. You know what I mean? I always let them happen on their own time. And, and when it feels right and when it's organic, uh, that usually ends up being some of the best interviews that we have. So um, let's, uh, let me just do a couple more things here real quick. I want to run over to the Getter family quick, see what's going on over there. Elaine says, I love my pillows. Other great quality products that support a good cause. Well, that's the funny thing is, is some people were saying I can only get enough. I can only get so many pillows, dude. And I'm like, there's a lot more on there than pillows. Mike Lindell's trying. He's also got his uh, his his own Amazon, his own Amazon. I believe it's my store. Uh, my store. It's connected right to my pillow. So if you go there and you click over, it's just another way to get money away from these left wing totalitarian companies, folks. It really is. It's the only way to do it. And we've built a heck of an infrastructure this last year. I can tell you that. All right. Let's come back from this break and let's get into what's really going on in Pennsylvania. So here we go. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. And I am Jeremy Harrell, the host of the show from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire. I have a very special guest with me tonight from the state of Pennsylvania. I've been trying to uh, book these guests for a long time to find out exactly what's going on. Audit the Vote PA. Go to AuditTheVotePA.com. See how you can get involved, especially if you live in Pennsylvania. I'm sure they could use the help. But this is uh, Tony Shoup from Audit the Vote PA. Tony, welcome to Live from America. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me. It's good to finally connect with you. I've been watching you for a little while, so it's, it's great. I feel like a little starstruck, too. Is uh, So you like the show? The show's going good? I'm doing all right? I, th I yeah, I think you're doing amazing. I watched you a lot more actually before you even hit the big time show when you were just I, I don't know I stumbled on some YouTube videos you know about a year ago. So I think when that I was, was prior when to I was the... like this in my backyard, rah, yes, rah, 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 ranting at my phone in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever knew, who who knew that it would get here. Um, but anyway, I'm really glad to have you on because I know you've been out there 
on the ground, boots on the ground. I know you guys have been doing far more than some of these people who get in front of a camera and just are talking heads. And you guys are out there actually canvassing. What kind of results have you found? What kind of, uh, what kind of truth is there to everything that we've been talking about, about the fraud and about, the, uh, about uh, people voting that aren't even living there and the dead voting? And what kind of truth have you, have you been able to uncover? We're as an organization, we're completely convinced that Pennsylvania's election was nowhere near free and fair. It was completely hijacked and stolen. And because we have found the proof on the ground now, we're even more convinced of that. We're finding overall we've got teams on the ground in roughly 20 counties. Um, It changes based on day to day. Some some people fall off for certain reasons and other counties will pick up teams. But let's just say on an average, we've got boots on the ground, about 20 counties. And we're finding an overall discrepancy of about 30 percent no matter what county it is that we're in talking to people. And what that means is basically overall, there's a 30% discrepancy between what we're being told at the door happened in 2020 to the residents' knowledge and then what's actually on record at the State Department. And that's just a overall very conservative blanket statement. So if there's a 30% discrepancy in the data side of things, how can we trust that the results were okay if the data is bad? Now, are you working with, um, and I'm not saying working with like, you know, officially, but are you close with people like Doug Mastriano? Because I know when I had Doug on, he actually mentioned your name. He said, you really got to get her on there. She could answer those questions better than I could. So it just goes to show you that what you guys are doing, what Audit the Vote PA has been able to do is more than some people in positions like uh, Senator Mastriano, I mean, you guys are the tip of the spear. Do you do you have conversations with him? Do you let him know what you're finding while you're out there? Because I know he's he's running for governor now, so this is stuff he should know, right? Right. You know, and he we made a ton of noise. So yes, the the short answer to that is yes. We're in touch with him. He knows he knows what we're doing. But essentially, what we did is we just made a lot of noise. And I remember watching the Gettysburg hearing that Senator Mastriano held in November. Yeah. Where patriots, my, my I'll call them my my counterpart running in parallel path patriots leah hoops and greg stenstrom who are kind of spearheading right now a really big lawsuit in delaware county they were brought in at that hearing to testify what they saw actually in november 3rd and this was three weeks maybe after the election and i was just watching that before nobody audit the vote pa wasn't even on the map we we were just we're still just regular people but i you know what i mean before anybody knew who we were we were just bystanders watching that and we started making a ton of noise. We wrote our petition and, and launched it in February of 2021 after we saw illegitimate Joe get inaugurated. And we started reaching out to the legislators regularly, emailing, uh, calling, and we got Senator Mastriano's attention. He was spearheading the election integrity effort. He was the first and only senator early on to step up and say, hey, I think something definitely went wrong here and we got to get to the bottom of it. And so he was kind of our target from the beginning because he was the only one that was in the legislative side standing up on the Senate anyway. So there was a handful of them in the House, too. But so we got his attention pretty early on because we were just willing to do something. We were just making noise. And we had a rally in Harrisburg on the Capitol steps in April of 2021. He was the first legislator to publicly support us, come out and put his stamp of approval on what we were doing. And he took the time to meet with us in his office after our rally and just really listen to our concerns and answer our questions and help us formulate a plan on what we're going to do. So we were in close contact with him the entire time as the movement was building and he was doing what he could do on his side and we were doing what we could do on the ground. And so, yes, we're we're very um, we collaborated with him quite a bit this entire time. Well, you know, I want to bring up a point here because. You see it as much as I see it because we're 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 the we're the same. We're in this fight. We're regular people. But what you see on social media is, oh, well, this isn't going to go anywhere. That's not going to go anywhere. But not having that mindset, having the opposite mindset of, look, together we can do anything. Through Christ, all things are possible. Philippians four thirteen, right? And look, and imagine if you. And, and Audit the Vote PA and Doug Mastriano and everybody else in Pennsylvania had said on November 5th or November 20th, now oh, it's a long shot. It's too much of an uphill battle. Nothing's going to come of it anyway. Imagine where you'd be now. You'd be nowhere. You'd be, you would just have kicked the can down the road and Pennsylvania would remain crooked forever and ever and ever. So just not going, you know, falling into that trap of nothing's going to be done about it anyway. Uh, look where you've come. Look what you guys have been able to do. I think that's incredible. Yeah, it's just that's a result, I think, of just a negative mindset. Yeah. You know, I guess what 
my two counterparts that I work with, you know, I'm not a one woman show. I didn't do this by myself. Uh, Karen Taylor and Jamie Sheffield were kind of a trio, just three regular average everyday moms who saw what happened. The movement didn't even start really till after inauguration because we naively had faith in our court system. And when we saw what had happened, we really thought that certainly everything's going to shake out in the courts and they're not going to allow this, at least in Pennsylvania, to right. be certified. Right. And so on the 20th of January, we saw what we saw and we were like, well, shoot, <laughs> something's something's wrong. We got to do something. So we didn't even really start until after the inauguration. But I, it's just that negative mindset. I've, I've been an entrepreneur in business and studying leader, business leadership and success principles and, and biblical success principles and all that stuff for years and years that I think prepared me for this because- yeah nothing worth it comes easy. No success happens overnight. There's going to be setbacks. You're going to get two steps forward and three steps back, but you move the needle forward and you keep going and you don't give up and you readjust and you try something. It doesn't work. You fail at it. You adjust and you get a new game plan and you just keep pushing forward and you never, 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 never give up. And that's how winning is done. That's how you make it. (laughs) That's how winning is done. I love that. Um, That's how winning is done. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be a loser. Don't be a loser. Um, (laughs) So I got to ask you a question. As a result of what you're doing there and Audit the Vote PA has done this entire time, have you seen around you and the communities around you uh, the same thing I'm seeing here in New Hampshire, and that is people getting involved more now than ever. People getting involved, getting up, getting involved in their school boards. Like, I know we talk about it. I know you hear this on the war room and you hear it on the beltway and you hear it. But but I want to know, you know, from from you, you're on the ground, you're there. Are you seeing the same thing in your communities in Pennsylvania as I'm seeing in New Absolutely. Hampshire? I think the best thing that came out of Donald Trump not getting back into the White House was the awakening. Yes, the people have woken up. He kicked over a hornet's nest and people are fully people that never would have gone to their school board meeting before going to school board meetings, people that never would have considered running for office or running for office. So I I think it's, I don't want to say it's a beautiful thing because we are in a lot of ways watching our country tank, but we're taking it back. We're gaining ground every single day. I I live by this rule. It has to hurt if it's to heal. You know what I mean? It has to hurt if it's to heal. Like you said, nothing good comes easy. Jesus didn't save the world by, you know, hanging out with his friends and having a, you know, having a, a glass of wine by the water. He, he put in real work. He sacrificed his life and he died so we could all be saved. I know that's an extreme and I know that's an ultimate scenario. But I mean, it's just the way it is. Nothing good is going to come without sacrifice. And I believe, like you said, if Donald Trump had not had not come and opened this curtain, right? And showed us all of this. If he had not said, you know what? I know we got, I know the election got stole. I get it. It it was, it was thievery. They stole the election, but right now I'm going to go. I want you guys to go out there and I want you to fight, fight, fight. And the best is yet to come. I think he knew all this was going to happen. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to say he's like a, a prophetic man or a wizard or anything like that, but I think he knew the spirit of the American people. He was in touch with the spirit of the American people where other politicians aren't. And I think he knew this was going to happen. Possibility. Definitely. In in my view, God knew it was going to happen and put him in the place that he did to lead the charge. So if that's the way it's orchestrated, that's, that's the way it went down. So what is your next steps? What is your next move? What do you need? What, what, what can I do? What can the uh, LFA uh, audience do? What, what's next for audit the vote PA? So we are focusing on three main areas that we have to work on so that 2022 can't be stolen from us. Pennsylvania has a ton of problems. You know, I think it's General Michael Flynn, I've heard say this, is that local action has a national impact. And I could not agree with that more. And so we've got to get involved locally and work on three things. Number one, our machines have to go. We've got to get rid of electronic voting. They are way too susceptible to hacking. We don't need to go down that. I'm sure you've done segments on on the machines and whatnot. So get rid of electronic voting. Number two is we got to clean up our voter rolls. They're inflated. They've got people on them that haven't lived in Pennsylvania for decades. People that are, are have passed away, students that maybe went to college here, don't live here anymore. They're incredibly inflated. And that's what allows, gives them this extra cushion to stuff ballots where they need to stuff them and skew elections to how they want them to go. And then the third area we're focusing on is just getting eyes everywhere. We're kind of stuck in Pennsylvania for now with these no excuse mail-in ballots because of Act 77 that was passed in the fall of 2019. And as bad as it stinks, and we have to get that repealed, we know that we're stuck with it for the May primary and potentially for the November general election, which we can get a new governor. We've got to get eyes on the counting process of those mail-in ballots so they can't stop the count 
and dump these mid do this midnight ballot dump like they did in 2020. So those three things, machines, voter rolls and eyes everywhere is where we're focused and we need as many people as possible to help. So go to our website, um, volunteer, donate if you have the extra funds, whatever you can do to help us. We greatly appreciate it. We can't do this by ourselves. Amen. Well, you know what? We got the model from Virginia. And like you said, we need eyes everywhere. We need the poll. We need the poll watching positions filled, you know, 90 to 100 percent. We need money out there from the RNC and the and the and the and the Pennsylvania Republican uh, Party as well to have lawyers out there. We got I mean, it, we know the model and and you guys are fulfilling you know half of that by doing having boots on the ground. So God bless you, Tony. Thank you so very much. We'll stay in touch, and uh, we'll see what we can do to help here on, on Life from America, too, as well, okay? Thanks. It's so nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. Nice to meet you, too. God bless you, dear, and uh, keep up the good fight. Thank you so much. Okay. Folks, uh, Tony Shoup from Audit the Vote PA. Just go to auditthevotepa.com. See how you can get involved. See how you can help. You might not think that you can do anything from your own, the, you know, comfort of your own living room or for wherever, from wherever you live, but that's a great thing about digital media and technology is we can help each other. We can help each other financially. We can help each other uh, spiritually. We can help each other uh, emotionally, and uh, we every bit of it. I mean, we can't just have one. We got to have it all. You know what I mean? We got to, we got to throw the kitchen sink at this, you know? So, uh, audit the vote, PA.com. We're going to take another commercial break here on real America's voice news. This is live from America and we'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, I seen a lot of people say, let her talk. I thought I did. <laughs> I thought I did. I thought I did. I can't just sit here you know what I mean? I can't just sit here and not say anything. I got to say something. Uh, but I, I I thought I did let her talk. I thought she said everything that she needed to say, and I thought she got it out. Very, she speaks very, very well. Uh, very, very eloquent speaker, and, and, and I guarantee you she's even more of a fighter. Uh, on the ground. I mean, look what she's been able to accomplish. She said she's not a one uh, a one woman team. That there's plenty of people in this involved in this, and I think that's great. But to have her coming on shows like this, uh, I think she's definitely a great spokeswoman for Audit the Vote PA, and they've done some really really good things. They've done some really good things. Um, I will tell you too that I I, I have a call in with Rumble tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to have Rumble actually remove some of the disruptors that are in these chats. I've given them all I've given them ample time to be decent, to be decent human beings. And it just so happens to be that they can't be decent human beings. They're truly evil to the core people, some really scumbag people. And as much as everybody is savable uh, and, and everybody can be, uh, uh, you know, helped and saved um, while they're while people are going to be nasty and rude time and time again we're just going to remove them completely so I will do that tomorrow for you guys um, and, and and for those who wanted to be here and disrupt and think you were actually doing something you know uh, uh, good or that you were accomplishing something you're not you can't get us banned here you can't get us banned anywhere anymore ever and uh, so, you know, we're just going to do the same thing with you as you did with us for so many years. And we're going to remove you and you'll never be allowed to be on these chats again. Just so you know. And the famous words of uh, sync, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the same word in the famous words of sync, bye, bye, bye. I tried to I tried to give you ample opportunity. And for a while there, you uh, you you were you were starting to come through. But you just couldn't do it, huh? You had to go back to being a scumbag. So we will boot your scumbag butt right off of this channel. <laughs> uh, what's going on over on Getter? How you doing, Keith? Good to see you. We've got Smile13. How you doing? Good to see you as well. Elaine, I got an order to give as gifts and really not to use myself. Oh, I think she's talking about uh, my pillow. Yeah, I know. Same thing here. <laughs> <laughs> I get them out for everybody else, and uh, and I wish I had them all. Um, we says, bye, scumbags. <laughs> Jeremy, you should have diamond and silk. You know what? That's a good... That is a good suggestion. I've never really thought about having a diamond and silk on here, but I would love to have them on. I think that'd be a great show. I mean, they love to talk. I love to talk. <laughs> so... <laughs> Also, remember, folks, that we have new uh, Armor of God shirts, um, black and white black and white unisex shirts, I should say. And also, we have some uh, V-neck shirts coming tomorrow or Friday, uh, so we can finally, finally 
get out there and promote the armor of God. I can't wait. When we come back from this commercial break right now, though, we are going to give we are going to give a Smarty Award because I think that Tony Shoup actually deserves the Smarty Award. I don't know about you guys, but I think that's a good one, don't you? So let's come back from this commercial break and we'll get right to it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. This is Real America's Voice News. And you know what? We have a Smarty Award to give away. And I think, maybe you agree with me, but I think we should give the Smarty Award to our last guest that we just had on, Tony Shoup from the great state of Pennsylvania and Audit the Vote, PA. Go ahead and cue that drum roll. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Smarty Award of the Day, January 27th. Tony Shoup and Audit the Vote, PA. Very, very intelligent woman. Very intelligent group of people running Audit the Vote, PA. And we got to give them our, uh, we got to give them the respect. Okay, here we go. New story, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Kirsten Cinema talked about her a lot lately. She's been another person trying to keep America away from communism of all people. Trying to keep America from slipping back into the darkness before there was the great experiment. And she's doing that by not allowing the filibuster to be just wiped out because she wants to promote debate. She wants to promote discussion. She wants to promote conversation. And for that, Kirsten Cinema should be applauded. But... You know how the left always says they're inclusive and you shouldn't talk bad about people and women shouldn't tear down other women? Well, when, you, when it comes to the left, folks, they never practice what they preach. As a matter of fact, they are the biggest hypocrites. And when I say they, I'm going to put you all in a, in a category here. Ready? Progressives, liberals, Democrats, socialists, and communists. I'm going to put you all in the same category. I'm going to play a video for you right now. Now, what you're about to see is a former aide to Barack Hussein Obama. And what she says about Kirsten Cinema is so disgusting. It's a word, and don't worry, it's bleeped out, but it's a word that no woman should say to another woman. Not only is it the most disrespectful word from one woman to call another woman, but it's very disgusting, and it is very indicative of how the left carries themselves. But this is a former Obama aide talking about Kirsten Cinema. Check this go. out. You guys, I have real issues with her. They're <laughs> manyfold. Um... I believe, Elijah, you tried to stump me, but I did check out CNN before I got on here. And I think in her speech, she talks about the disease of division. Um, also, you guys, she gave the speech as Joe Biden was on her way up to the Hill. So anyway, it's the grossest, like most disrespectful thing she could have done. I think she's a That's what I have to say. <laughs> wow. And I'll, I'll tell you, I, without saying the word, the word rhymes with a baseball term when you get up to the plate and you bunt. Yeah, that's what the word rhymes with. But here she is. Uh, you guys, um, can I just say uh, that you all know what I feel about Kirsten. Actually, she says Kristen. Y'all know what I think about Kristen Cinema, anyways. And I think it was really disgusting that she decided to do that and give that speech while Biden was being taken to the Capitol building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we know what's coming. I think we know what's coming. The dumb, dumb award of the day goes to that disgusting human being. How dare you tear down another woman? How dare you tear down another human being? And how dare you use such derogatory, derogatory words to describe somebody who just wants to save the country. I get it. You don't want to save the country. You don't know anything about it. You don't, you're not even in touch with what patriotism is. But you guys, don't you know? What a disgusting human being. What a loser. <laughs> what a loser. I wish I had Trump right here with me. Hey, camera panda Trump. What a loser. <laughs> nasty, nasty human being. Nasty, nasty human being. Anyway, folks, I do want to, before we go to this next quick commercial break, I do want to talk about a, uh, uh, um, since we're speaking about women and we're talking about women and uh, uh, Biden seems to have narrowed down his Supreme Court pick and he's narrowed it down to not only women, 
but also the color of her skin. Check this out. Our process is going to be rigorous. I will select a nominee worthy of Justice Breyer's legacy of excellence and decency. While I've been studying candidates' backgrounds and writings, I've made no decision except one. Oh, here we go. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. It's long overdue, in my view. I made that commitment during the campaign for president, and I will keep that commitment. Long overdue, in his view, he says. I've made the decision. It's going to be a woman, and she's going to be a woman of color. It's long overdue that we have a black woman as a Supreme Court judge. Look, (laughs) I don't know what to say. All I know is, all I know is, here's what I know what to say. Joe, you better hope that the black woman that you choose You've really narrowed it down, though. So, you, but you better hope you find one that fits all those other categories. Uh, all those other cat- uh, categories, right? Better hope you find that one person that fits all those other categories. But just know, Joe, that if she didn't vote for you, then she ain't black. You said that, not me. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. That doesn't sound like Jeremy Harrell. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump. And you ain't black. So you better hope that the black woman that you singled out to go pick to be the Supreme Court justice, you better hope she voted for you or else she ain't black. Look, I don't care if she's green, blue, black, or purple. Just go get somebody qualified. Let's get it done. Hurry up. This doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out thing. The Senate doesn't have to wait and try to fight it. It's going to go through. We get it. You get a Supreme Court pick. I don't care what color or what gender they are. Just go get them and shut up. Just make sure they voted for you. Or they won't be black. Remember that. We're going to be right back with more Live from America right after this, ladies and gentlemen. Please stay tuned. (laughs) Oh, Joe Biden. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. That's right. If you have a problem figuring it out, then you definitely ain't black, he says. (laughs) Yeah, but before, you know what? Before we come back on this commercial break, I actually want to tell you guys this. We won't talk about this on the show because we don't have enough time between breaks. But nearly half of Democrats support putting unvaccinated Americans in camps. Nearly half of Democrats uh, Democrats (laughs) would favor rounding up those who have declined to get the COVID shot into camps, according to a new Rasmussen poll. Rasmussen reports and Heartland Institute investigated Democrat and Republican voters their views on COVID-related issues and asked whether they would approve of various punishments for unvaccinated Americans. The poll found that 45% of Democrats approve of placing the unvaccinated in designated facilities. Additionally, a majority, 59% of Democrats, supported putting the unvaccinated under effective house arrest. While nearly half 47% wanted to see a government's tracking program for the vaccine hesitant. 48% of Democrats surveyed approved of government fines or imprisonment for those who publicly questioned the efficacy of the the existed COVID-19 vaccines just for publicly questioning. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. And almost... Three in 10 Democrat respondents, 29%, said they would support separating unvaccinated parents from their children. I I don't even know what to say. I just don't even know what to say to any of that. Those are Americans thinking this way, folks. Those are other Americans saying that they would like to see something like this. Those are, you know what, I guarantee you a majority of them are uh, Gen Zers and Millennials. I'll guarantee it. Because anybody that was born before that understands that that is a very, very dangerous road to go down, whether they call themselves Democrats or Republicans. (laughs) Sass says, you got to catch me first. And Mr. Biz says, do not give up your guns. Amen. 
Roxy Malone says, you'll get lead poisoning, that's for sure. How are you, Roxy? God bless you, girl. The two-party system is meant to divide us, says Savvy Granny. I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Jeremy, will you be having the old Armor of God gear back? Yes. Uh, no, actually, we won't. We got a whole new logo and everything. Where uh, It's basically the old logo has changed to a new logo, and those will be on the next group of, uh, next group of apparel. Big Boy 99 says, love this show. I love you too, brother. I love you too. All right, let's come back from this break, and let's finish this show out strong, shall we? Here we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. You know how we like to do things here. We always like to end the show with a laugh, right? Well, I think I have a laugh for you. Earlier today, I showed you from the next, from here on out, I would rather see a press conference from Joe Biden look like, well, look like this. Choose unity over. Hold on, here we go. Division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Come on, man. <laughs> unity over division. We choose. Dun, dun, dun. Come on, man. I would rather see that, wouldn't you? If you jumped on to see a Joe Biden press conference, what, don't you think you would much rather have it look Science like this? Science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. I think I would much rather on, have man. that. <laughs> I think I would much rather see that Joe Biden than the real Joe Biden. Anyway, folks, if you find value in this show, please go to JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out the apparel. Listen to the awesome music. Go down the rabbit hole, JeremyHerald.com. There's a bunch to see there. Consider becoming a monthly donor. And above all else, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you spread that gospel and get a Bible in the hands of anybody who needs one. There are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you all tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Life from America. Until then, be well, spread the gospel, and God bless each and every one of you. See you later. Brown.